friends. Welcome to the John Houston Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ani Brooks, along with host, John Houston. John is an entrepreneur, CEO, husband, and father. But most of all, he's a Christ follower. And John's mission is to reach people for Christ and give to the kingdom. And part of how he does that is by equipping Christian leaders to integrate their faith into every aspect of who they are, including the workplace. So, John, how are you today? I'm good. How about you? Doing great. I'm, ex- I'm actually excited about this. I'm excited about the uh, this being our second podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of the things we want people to know is we don't claim to have it all together. Um, but we did want to create an atmosphere and a place where we can just have open and honest dialogue. Um, we're going to be bringing other wise leaders on that have had yeah. that, that have stories of success and failure as well. And so we're really excited about that, that we can actually grow together, learn how to love um, others, and learn how to share the gospel even more um, effectively in our workplaces and where we're at literally majority of the time in our lives. Yes. Yeah. In today's episode, we get to talk about the the topic really that I think I hear you talk about more than any other topic, and it's this idea of stewardship. And really, it's the whole philosophy of what you've built your businesses upon is this idea that it's really not yours, that it belongs to God. So talk to us about what does stewardship mean to you? Yeah, for us, you know, one of the things that that, um, we really wanted to make sure we did in this is we believe in stewardship is in Psalms 24, one that says the earth and everything in it, including its people are God's. And so for me, that's understanding that, that ownership mentality that for me, I really believe I don't even own my myself because mm-hmm. when I accepted Christ and committed my life to him, I became his. Yeah. And so that whole stewardship model actually in my mind actually starts with an ownership question that we have to answer. And so that's actually when my life began to change the most is when I actually realized that I'm not my own, that really I'm God's steward. And so steward actually means managing somebody else's estate. And so when we're managing somebody else's estate, then we have to go to them and actually get the guidance and the direction that they want us to have so we know what it is they want us to do. But what I love about it is it takes so much of the pressure off. Um, And that's why we live our lives this way. Yeah. I love that. You know, and ever since I've come to work for you, I've really been challenged in in my own view of just how much I tend to think of my life as my own. And, you know, you you don't really think about it until someone like you puts this idea of stewardship in front of you. And it made me really start to think a lot. There's a a worship song uh, where the lyric says, it's your breath in my lungs. And so, you know, I'll pour out my praise to you. And um, every time I sing, I just think about like even every breath that we take is really not our own. It's his breath that's been put into our lungs. And so everything that comes out of our mouth, everything that, that we do with our hands, with our brains, with any part of our lives, really, it should all go back to him. Yeah. It's from him and it should go back to him. Yeah. And it's easy. It's easy for me anyway to sometimes get wrapped up in what I'm doing that day and I get wrapped up in the task, I get wrapped up in the responsibility um, because every day's got its different challenges, it's got its victories, you know, so these things that we kind of get back and forth on and I'm just, even when you're talking about that, what I'm reminded is, man, because I've actually never thought about that, when you actually go back to your very breath that God actually gave you, we yeah. can't even make it without that. And that's right. You know, we have to have breath. 
And so we have to be dependent upon him. And, and for me, that's not where I started off. I started off actually being dependent upon myself and really seeing how I can actually build business. And the, this is me just being real. The churchy answer was, well, whenever I make a lot of money, I'm going to give it all away. I'm going to begin to give more. Yeah. And that was what I used to say. Mm-hmm. And I had to go through this, this trials and tribulations of God taking it all away before I realized, no, you know what? Even if I only have a little, if I'm gonna give it with the right heart and the right attitude, then that's what I, that's what God can actually bless. Yeah. And that's really all he's looking for is a heart after him. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this for me is actually one of the areas in my life, one of the key areas in my life that I actually can kind of tell where I'm at spiritually mm-hmm. because when I'm struggling, I don't wanna give. Like it, it begins to change my mindset, even even with all the stuff that's going on right now in the world. Um, uh, it, it makes it even more challenging because the markets are up and down. They're all over the place. And so literally even today, I'm having to remind myself, oh, God, mm-hmm. here I'm supposed to be doing a podcast on stewardship. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly how to steward today. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, there's a part of me that that's fearful. Yeah. And then I recognize, well, fear is not of God. So really what God is saying is, John, you're right. You're not. Yeah. Like you can't do that. But what you can do is you can come to me and I can give you what you need today to sustain you today. And, and so I'm just reminded of wherever we're at in life, you know, whether, whether it was back and I was making $400 a, a month yeah. when Tracy and I got married to where God has us today running these seven companies the dependency on God can't change. Yeah, that's so good. You know, and so it's it's that journey that I think a lot of us are on, but I don't think that journey changes. Um, right. Or we can't let it change if we're really going to steward well. Yeah, that's so good. I like what you said at the very beginning when you, you said that you started out being dependent upon yourself. And it's even funny how, even as Christians, that's kind of our goal when we're raising our children. So I know you, you've got two... Well, one college, one that's already graduated college. I've got one that's starting high school next year. And what I think about a lot is how do I help my kids become independent, right? Where they're not dependent on me and they're, what we think about is how do we make them dependent on their, on themselves? And really, that's not even how we live our lives successfully. It's when we learn to be fully dependent on him as our, our source of everything right. that uh, we've found success in our lives. But um, okay, so let's let's take a little bit more practical yeah. for people. When you first really felt God challenging you in this area, um, you, you've told the story of when your oldest son was only three, yep. and um, and he brought up a Bible story that you had never heard of before, and God really challenged you in this area. So talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. So what what had happened was we were we were multiple years, probably close to six or seven years into just financial what i would call financial disaster i mean it was like mm-hmm. everything i had done forever mm-hmm. wasn't working anymore in those seven years and not, i couldn't make money couldn't figure things out um, so i was kind of like i don't know what to do it was this what was going on in my heart and in my mind and and austin was standing at the coffee table with his hand on the table um, i mean i'm literally this is you know 20 plus years ago mm-hmm. and i'm remembering it was like it was yesterday um, because that's how much it impacted me. So he was standing there with his hand on the table and he said, 
he, he was just staring at the table and I said, son, what are you thinking about? And he said, well, I'm thinking about King Nebuchadnezzar and how God made him eat grass. And I was like, I don't even remember that, that <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah, for a three-year-old, remember yeah. that story. And, uh, and so I literally yeah. pulled up my Bible because I went to Bible college. I'm smart, right? That's what I was thinking <laughs> at the time. Yeah. And so I pulled it up. And the, literally the first thing that I read is, is King Nebuchadnezzar looked out over his kingdom and thought, look what I've done. And mm. God took it away from yeah. him. And right then is when the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and said, son, when are you going to learn? You were doing it your way, and that way doesn't work. You're not trying to build your kingdom. I want you, I'm give, I've given you this gift to build my kingdom for my glory and my honor. You'll still benefit from it, yeah. but follow me. And that was a radical life, life change and shift in my life at that point. And I, I literally remember I had a bedroom uh, that I used to pray in. And I, and I went to the bedroom and I was like, man, God. So I just really cried out to God and said, God, forgive me. Like, you're going to have to teach me how to do this because I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. And it really it really changed the whole trajectory of our life, you know. And uh, it was th about three months later is when God actually spoke to us and said, um, hey, you know, I want you to start another business or start a business to reach people of Christ and give to the kingdom. And so yeah. I've often looked at that and I'm like, what if, what if I would have just decided to ignore God that day? Mm -hmm. um, and I also look at that though and go, man, how good is God? And gracious that his Holy Spirit stirs our spirit yeah because he does have hopes and plans and a future for us he has good pleasing and perfect plans for us and he just wants us to enter into him but we have to do our part if that makes sense. right yeah so a lot of times for me that's what I'm still learning it's it's me changing the way that I've thought the way that I'm thinking and to me that is stewardship because I'm allowing him to actually right teach me to the best of my ability I'm not getting imperfect mm -hmm. um, uh, but just continuing to try to have a teachable spirit and allow the Holy Spirit and spirit-led wise counsel yeah. to, to give me wisdom and, and guidance. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think that's the key is having the humility. When God does point out things in our lives that we were blind to before, yeah. you know, in, in your case, he's really showing you for the first time, hey, you, you've built the, you feel like you've built this yourself, right. you know, and when you realize that you had the humble attitude of repentance, you know, I'm sorry, help me to learn differently. Yeah. And honestly, and that's key. it is. Yeah. And one of the, one of the reasons why I really wanted to do these podcasts is because my hope is, is that maybe there's somebody watching or somebody that's listening that they don't have to go through the seven yeah. years of losing everything and having to file bankruptcy yeah. to learn this, but maybe they can learn it from our hard lesson and my hard headedness. Um, so that's the crazy part is I, I'm not saying that in day one, I said, Oh yes, God, I'm going to humble myself before yeah. you and yeah. allow you to teach me. No, it was seven years yeah. later. Yeah. And a lot of times God has to humble us yeah. because and, we're not and, willing and for to me, do that's it ourselves. What was, that's yeah. what was happening. Mm -hmm. And once I learned that, then yeah. I was like, Oh God, man, I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to go back there yeah. in any area of my life. So help me yeah. to not get there. Yeah. So, and yeah. I'm not saying I've arrived by any means. Right. Um, it's all a journey. It's yeah. a journey. Yep. Yeah. So. Okay. So you, you mentioned um, that God told you to start the business to reach people for Christ and give to the kingdom. Now, I hear that all the time because I've been working for the company for five years and um, it's part of our mission. It, we, we talk about it all the time and everything that we do, but for someone who hasn't worked for the John Houston family of companies, uh, they may hear that and have an idea of what you mean by that, but really explain 
What does that look like and what does that mean to you? Yeah, well, it's a good question because one of the things that we had to do as a company is a lot of people don't understand that language. Yeah. Um, and again, it's not saying we're smarter than anybody else. It's just that's the, word, the little words we felt like God gave us. And so another way to look at it is we say now that our purpose is, is um, helping people find their way home. For us, that's an eternal home uh, by being a joyful, hope-filled, loving guide. And so what we mean by that is, is how do we live this out, right? So when, I, when I'm getting ready in the morning and I put my shirt on, I've got to be reminded that today I'm an ambassador for Christ. Mm -hmm. And so the way that I talk, the way that I act, the decisions that I make, they need to be able to bring glory and honor to God, mm -hmm. that his name will be lifted high. So that means the times that I've been sitting in meetings and I go off on one of our leaders and I don't talk to them respectfully or gently, yeah. that's not good. That's not reaching people for Christ, right? That's the opposite. And so I have to apologize and step back and say, guys, that wasn't the right fruit that I was exhibiting that looks like Christ. And so it's looking for those opportunities of how do I lead and love people and influence them for Christ and not myself. But we have to remember in business or in our even at, a, at home, I mean, that's every aspect of our life. That's me, that's me as a husband, that's me as a father, that's me as a CEO. Um, that's me when I'm making financial decisions. I have to go, okay, I've got to make the best, wisest business decision I can unless God tells us to do something different. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's kind of how we've, we've chosen to lead. So it's, it's, it's really getting down and being intentional yeah. um, with the way that we're, we're living life, the way we're talking, the, the things we're watching, the things we're talking about. Um, daily yeah. because that's how we impact people. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we're not going to get into all of this right now on the podcast, but I mean, you've taken it um, so far as you, you have an entire department at the company who, whose sole responsibility is to make sure that we are using the, the company profits to give to the kingdom and that we're uh, using our resources to reach people both in the company and in the community and globally reaching people for Christ with, with the, the word of God. So that, that can be another episode for, for another day. But um, just the, the idea though that these businesses are not your own and, and everything that, that comes from it is used to further his kingdom is is stewardship you know um so let's let's back up real quick and just individual stewardship right because that's where it starts it starts individually and then it can filter through everything that we do but um in this episode let's talk about financial stewardship just a little bit where um where have you grown and been challenged personally that your finances are not your own and that you, when you fully hand it over to God, God blesses it more than you can even imagine. Do you have a story to share where that's just? Yeah, probably for, for me anyway, kind of where the rubber met the road is we always said we're in business to reach people for Christ and give to the kingdom. And it was probably year five or six, I can't remember exactly, that I would actually, every year I would go away and pray and ask God how much do you want us to give. Um, and it was in that time when I went away and I was praying and God said, well, son, it's time for you to get off the milk and onto the meat. And that's always a tough question when God's, or statement when God says that. So I, I, I had to step back and go, okay, God, what are you actually saying? And he said, if I own, if these companies are actually mine, mm -hmm. shouldn't you be asking me, God, how much do I want to pay you to do my work? Mm 
versus yeah. how much of your money do you want to give? You see what I'm saying? So yeah. Was, yeah. what he was showing me was I actually had it backwards. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I actually changed it and said, okay, God, well, how much do you want to pay me? And that year I took about a hundred thousand dollar pay cut. Um, God told us to quit spending so much money on travel. Um, there were some hard things that I actually had to come home and have a real conversation with Tracy yeah. and say, Hey, here's what, here's what God told me. And then we had to decide, are we going to do this? And honestly, I look back on that time and I think that was probably one of the uh, most powerful moments in our marriage and in these businesses is that we said, you know what, that's right. We have to learn to live off of what God is providing for us and what he says we can make. And what's crazy is we took less money out of the company because we were just getting a salary, which we still get today. Mm -hmm. um, and literally that year, we still had student loan debt somehow miraculously over the next 12 months after that God paid off all our student debt wow. the math literally did not make sense mm -hmm. I could literally look at because I'm a numbers guy I like numbers and I would look at the numbers and I'm like this doesn't make sense how this works mm -hmm. and so I still to this day can't explain how that happened yeah. but it did yeah. um, and so I think God just gives us these little nuggets mm -hmm. uh, sometimes along the way to say I've got you yeah. You know, and we have to look for those and sometimes we can we can miss them. And so for me, that's what I got to do is slow down and be reminded that it is his. Yeah, I get paid a salary just like everybody else does. Um, mm -hmm. And I get paid fair market value for what our what my role is. Yeah. Um, and that's how we believe God wants us to steward his resources. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. And what you're saying what you're describing is really, it's radical for a lot of people. You know, we're just taught, especially in our culture, the money you make is yours, you know, and, and um, no one else should tell you what to do with it. And this idea that, you know, going before God and even praying, saying, God, how much do you want me to make? Um, the It's all yours. So what do you want me to to take home and pocket versus, you know, uh, where, where do I give the rest of it? is um is radical for a lot of people but what i love about your experiences and i've experienced this too and we know a lot of other uh, friends who live the same way that have experienced miracle upon miracle when you give when you live that way and you give god the opportunity yeah. to uh to really have control right. and 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 we we submit to him he provides miracle after miracle and it's and so cool to witness that yeah, and we have to remember that, you know, when God says he's going to bless us, he's just not talking about financially. Right. Sometimes yeah. there were seasons in our lives it wasn't coming financially. Yeah. There were seasons in our life that God was blessing our marriage. He was blessing our kids. He was mm -hmm. bringing peace to us. He was bringing more joy to us in tough seasons. And there's so many different ways that God blesses us and provides for us and, and, and cares for us. Mm -hmm. Um, along the way so even when we're talking about today I know we're talking about financial stewardship but we have to remember it's so much bigger than that yeah. um, and I think that ownership uh, shift and allowing God to actually uh, even in our minds to be the owner I think that shift is actually what allows you to enter into that yeah yeah that's so great so if there is someone who's listening to this podcast and is go, it is feeling challenged that they want to grow in their understanding of stewardship and applying it to their life, uh, what advice would you give them? Where do they start? Yeah. 
You know, I think um, for me, it's really, you just got to study the Word of God. Pray and ask God, what is He asking you to do? Because just because He's asking me to do this doesn't mean He's asking everybody to do it just like I do. This is what works for me and, and for Tracy. Um, we've seen God bless it. And so all we're really doing is sharing our testimony, the hope that's within us. And so I just say, study the Word of God, pray, and then just ask God what, he, what, you, what He's asking you to do. What is your part in this? Um, and be okay with that. But take the steps that He's asking you to take. And today that step may look like one thing. Tomorrow it, look, it may look different. And we're learning that even, you know, we're 17 years into this journey of business and God still sometimes asks us for more or he asks us to do it in a different way yeah. and uh and so but to me that's what's fun about it is is I'm not the guy that likes just the same thing every day mm-hmm. and God is always changing it up on me he's not changing but he's growing me and and speaking and allowing us to change to be more like him um, so we, we by no means have it all figured out, yeah. um, but it is a much funner journey mm-hmm. uh, when you're entering into what God is doing, and, he, and He's really doing it for you, yeah. um, but He's doing it for His glory, so it makes it fun. Yeah, I agree. It is fun. It's fun doing life with the Creator. It is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, thanks so much, Sean, for, for sharing that. And we've got um, our next episode will also be on stewardship, but we'll focus more on the stewarding of, of our talents and our relationships because it's, it's much larger than just finances. Right. Like, like you so, Well, as we close today, we have a few questions you, our listener, can explore. Uh, how would it feel to involve God in your financial decisions? And maybe more importantly, how would it feel if you didn't? Um, Who does God want you to bless? Your neighbor, your church, uh, maybe a local charity in your area? Thank you for listening to this episode of the John Houston Podcast. We pray you've received hope and encouragement for your own life's work as you've listened. You can access the show notes, a full transcript, and ways to contact us when you visit meetjohnhouston.com. We'd love to connect with you there. Thanks again for listening, and we look forward to next time.